On today's show, we had the chance to speak with the organizer behind the upcoming speaker and workshop series on feminist and accessible publishing, communications, and technologies. The series will bring forward critical approaches to publishing practices, innovative communication strategies, and techniques for making research dissemination more accessible. Here is our interview with Dr. Alex Ketchum. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Dr. Alex Ketchum. Since 2018, I've been the faculty lecturer at McGill's Institute for Gender, Sexuality, and Feminist Studies. I'm the director of the Just Feminist Tech and Scholarship Lab, and I'm the founder and director of the speaker and workshop series, Disrupting Disruptions, the Feminist and Accessible Publishing, Communications, and Technology Speaker and Workshop Series. Great. Um, Part of the intention of this series um, is to bring critical approaches to publishing practices. So can you tell us a little bit about what that means to you and why it's important? Definitely. So part of the series is to bring about a discussion about how we communicate knowledge, how we communicate research, but not just about let's have different outlets for expressing knowledge and research, research communication, but also to look critically at the technologies that we're using to do this kind of communication. So that brings us to the other aspect of the series, which is the technology aspect of the series. So many of the platforms that we use to communicate information rely on computer algorithms, AI, and big data sets. So the speaker series brings these two discussions together. Great. And and on the website, uh, it also says that it's, it's vital that humanities and social science scholars engage with computer scientists and engineers uh, if we seek truly to expand accessibility and create ways of communicating uh, our scholarship and social justice socially just and feminist way. Um, so socially just and feminist way, can you explain a bit more about what this means, particularly in terms of the impact of the lack of engagement between humanities and computer scientists? Yeah, so part of it has to do with, as I was discussing before, about bringing attention to the platforms themselves and having humanities and social science scholars uh, critically engage with these kinds of discussions that are happening in computer science, but also in kind of the realm of computer science and in technology studies, there's a large emphasis on AI ethics with tech and technology ethics, but actually I think a really critical approach is bringing in concepts of justice and social justice. And so there's a lot of work being done by humanities and social science scholars on these topics that we wanna bring attention to with the series. So there's a lot of leading voices on these topics that have already spoken as part of the series, such as Ruhad Benjamin, Meredith Broussard, Meredith Whitaker, Sarah Myers-West, Suzanne Kite. But then the future events as well are, include speakers that will continue to elaborate on these topics and bring new insight. Awesome. So this is the third year of the series, but I can see at least um, how has the series evolved over over the years? So yeah, so as of like this coming March, we'll have had 42 events, which is a lot. Uh, when I first began the series, it didn't actually start quite as a series. I was really interested in the work of Astra Taylor, and I saw that she was coming to Montreal to promote her documentary with Sylvia Federici. And I reached out to her to talk about one of her past books. And from that, I thought, wow, this would be amazing if we could kind of expand these discussions and bring in more speakers. 
And so I applied for funding from the Social Science and Humanities Research Council of Canada for this thing called a connection grant, which has enabled me to have a budget um, in order to bring more speakers to Montreal. And I'm lucky to be able to collaborate with a lot of uh, partners within McGill, um, within Concordia University, at UJM, at UCAM, as well as industry partners as well. So it's been really amazing to have the series grow and thrive and to be able to have so many events over the years. And the series has somewhat shifted based off of interests of audiences, um, based off of kind of what is happening within the research around uh, feminist and social justice approaches to technology and publishing practices. And this year's theme um, really revolves around kind of sustainability and right to repair, but also continuing discussions around uh, some of the earlier topics as well about kind of platforms and AI and uh, how to make our research communication more accessible, as well as having still very practical workshops such as how to create podcasts how do you write op-eds and so forth. So can you tell us a bit about the organizing of the 2021 series? Um, you just mentioned it's kind of focused for this year, but how has um, how has it been in terms of COVID and adapting uh, the series uh, in this kind of new world that we live in? Yeah, so COVID has really shifted the landscape. If you're someone who organizes events, uh, obviously our events are not in person. Our last in-person event was before the first shutdown in March. So we had Rakeeb Tesfaye speak about uh, science communication through podcasting and radio. And I know Rakeeb is really involved um, with CCUT. So um, it was great to have her. But through mm -hmm. the fall of 2020 and into 2021, all of our events have been through Zoom webinar format. And they're free, open to the public, professionally live captioned because that's really important to be able to expand accessibility to be able to have professionally done live captions. Um, and then most of the events are also recorded with the consent of the presenter and made available as videos on our website. So in one sense, it's been difficult because it's always so lovely to be able to bring people to Montreal, show them this wonderful city, be able to chat with them in a more informal way and formal ways. But what's been nice is that it has expanded accessibility in some new ways because people can engage with the materials um, on their own schedule. It's been able to make these talks accessible to pretty much anyone in the world um, if they have a internet connection and some type of device in which to watch it um, and are an English speaker. That's great to hear about um, how these events are accessible with the uh, captioning and all that. It's really Amazing. Um, so can you tell us a bit about the, the speakers for for this year's series? And is, is there any lecture or event that you're personally looking most forward to? Yeah, so coming up this Wednesday, Chancy Fleet will be talking about disability technologies and accessibility technologies. Um, the following week, we'll have Sasha Costanza-Chalk talking about design justice. After that, we'll have uh, Deb Raji is speaking. Um, she's done a lot of work around facial recognition and surveillance technologies. Originally, she was going to speak last week, but we had to reschedule. Um, we have Yeshi Milner talking about big data and Eleanor Carmi about media distortions. We also have 
um, artist practitioners such as Carolyn Finders talking about her feminist data set and CareBot, as well as Stephanie Jenkins talking about her um, robots that she's building um, as part of her art practice, um, as well as some amazing speakers looking at kind of intersections of like race and uh, facial recognition software such as um, and gender such as Morgan Cross Schuerman. Um, we have people looking at like kind of the AI environment um, and kind of how they're get, they get financed. These projects get financed like Anna Brandescu. Um, I'm really looking forward to Keone Mahaleno's and Peter Lucas Jones's talk on indigenous data sovereignty. I had the opportunity to hear them speak recently at the um, at a recent conference, and I think our audiences are really going to enjoy that talk. Um, and then we also have Rose Evelis, who's a very famous podcaster of the Flash Forward podcast, speaking about kind of the way that we view the future. And finally, at the end of the this March period, we'll be having Kate Crawford um, speaking about her work on uh, the anatomy of AI. Um, and she really goes through the whole process of how an AI machine is built and uh, the unsustainability of that process. So I'm actually really excited for all of the events um, because I have the fortune of being able to choose who we bring. Uh, so I bring people whose work is really great at making knowledge um, more readily available, people who are great at communicating these sometimes seemingly difficult concepts to understand in a really clear way. Um, I'm just so excited to be able to hear all of our wonderful speakers talk um, and share that experience with our audiences. What a great lineup. Um, for people attending the events, what do you hope that they take away from the events or the, the series overall? I think everyone, like, to speak about our audiences, we usually have a range of people. We have students within the city of Montreal. We have professors and scholars. We have activists and academics. We have artists. Um, and so people really come to these events with a variety of perspectives and personal experiences based off of their life experiences and identities. And what I found is that while each event will speak to each person differently, um, one of the big takeaways that I've seen is that people are finding that uh, these events can make some of these really difficult topics more easy to understand, um, as well as I think many of the speakers in the series are quite inspiring. Um, and they're providing kind of a different narrative than you might hear in kind of mainstream media about technology and or publishing practices. So I really hope audiences realize, um, although many of the audiences, of course, already realize this, but we'll realize that there are there's a large body of work done by amazing scholars, activists, and artists that are providing counter narratives that really focus on expanding justice mm -hmm. and making the world a better place. So if people want to learn more or attend, uh, where can they find uh, this event online? So the URL, which will redirect to the main website, is disruptingdisruptions.com. So it, again, it's disruptingdisruptions.com. And that will take you to the website that has a super long URL that is so hard to remember. Uh, also, if you Google disruptingdisruptions.com, um, the Feminist and Accessible Publishing Communications and Technologies Workshop Series, you'll get to it. Uh, we have events every Wednesday for the next 12 weeks. 
events are either at 7 p.m. Eastern time or at kind of a lunchtime period. Um, if you go to our website, you can click schedule of events and each event is hyperlinked um, and we'll provide you to a link in order to sign up on Eventbrite in order to get the Zoom link. I realize it's a lot of clicking, uh, but we have to do this in order to protect ourselves from being Zoom bombed, which has happened in the past. Um, so it's totally free. You just need to sign up through the Eventbrite in order to get the Zoom link. And uh, then you can participate in the webinar and ask questions. Um, and also, if you're unable to make any event, you can watch the videos, which are also posted at our website. Um, and we're on social media. Um, we have a Twitter account and a Facebook account um, as well. And if you don't want to be uh, participating in these uh, platforms, you can also join our listserv. Um, and the link is also on the website. And I only send out an email to the listserv about once a month or even less. So you won't be bombarded. Awesome. Well, thank you so much um, for taking the time to chat with us today. And best of luck with the upcoming events. It sounds amazing. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure.